Hey, y'all. Welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm your host, Hope Cook. I created this podcast to help women who have amazing careers on paper and yet something is missing. You're feeling out of alignment or directionless. Maybe you're no longer motivated or excited about how you spend your days. On top of all that, I'm guessing you feel guilty because you're not more grateful for your job. And maybe you even wonder how you can possibly keep going doing this for another 10, 15, or 20 years when you can barely make it through Wednesday. Let me tell you, I've been there. After 20 years with a rewarding career as a physician assistant, I could not figure out what was wrong with me. I felt pulled in a new direction, but didn't know what that was. A series of books and conversations led me to a life-changing decision to cut way back on my day job and become a life coach. My passion became helping other women figure out what it is they want to do and map out a path to get there. So listen weekly for tips and tools you can use to chart your own journey. Hey, y'all. Last week, we talked about when you get knocked down and you're having a really hard time getting back up, whether that's your job or your health or relationships. And I heard from several of you, and thank you. That means a a lot that y'all shared the episode or you um, got a lot out of it. All right. So this week, I wanted to talk about how to keep yourself from getting knocked down. Like, is there a way... There's not a way you can never get knocked down, but there are things you can do to either help you not get knocked down as much or when you get knocked down to help you get back up quicker. Um, And it's called framework. I call it your framework friend. And what this is, is so I'm giving let me preface it by saying I'm giving a talk next week at a conference and the topic is communicating with polish, basically public speaking. And this idea that our nerves can get the better of us, our brain can sort of hijack us. And if we have a framework in place, then you can trust the framework, not your brain, not your thinking self. And this, like with the speech, if you have an outline, you have a main topic, you want the audience to walk away with You have your three supporting buckets of information that you go over. You know exactly your first three lines you're starting the talk with. You know the end. This is your framework, and you can trust that. Even if you get on stage and your body is totally freaking out, you can trust the framework. And it's like that with our, with so many areas of our lives. Um, I was talking to a patient who had fallen down, an older guy, and he had all these like boo-boos on his knees. They were all skinned up. And I said, how did you get back up? He fell in the garage. Nobody was around. And he said, I used the framework of the golf cart to pull myself back up. And so as I told y'all last week, when I'm kind of like thinking of a topic, a lot of times the universe will send me all these like uh, synchronicities. And I was like, ah, you used the framework. That's perfect. Okay. So you have to do this preventatively though. So I wanted to say, if you are down on the ground, this is not the time 
to create framework. Like the framework has to already be there. So if you are down on the ground, the only thing I want you to do is just notice. Notice where you have bottlenecks in your life um, as far as your schedule or your stress level or the chaos in your house or the clutter. Like all you, all I want to, uh, sorry, all I want you to do is to just notice if you're already down. If you're in an okay place, then I want you to have a serious look at your framework for your life. Because if you can get that set up ahead of time, it's going to make it so much easier when you start falling down. And this can include habits. Habits are a big part of framework, but they're not everything. So like one example is um, it took me, how old am I? 45. It took me, what, 33 years until I realized that once a month I dip in my energy. Like it's hormonal. Um, it could be all in my head, but I don't think so because there have been times where I didn't have um, the same hormones because of whatever, birth control or IUD, and it still seems to happen. So for three or four days, I'm sort of an emotional mess. Uh, my energy goes down. I feel grumpy. Everything looks blue and gray, and there's like no rose-colored anything in my life. Um my creative juices go away. But here's what I've learned. I know that it's it's the nature of life. I know it's cyclical. I know life is like a spiral. It's not one long road. It's not the end of the road when I feel like that. So now I tell myself, okay, I am going to feel better again. And I have a framework in place. So I have habits that I stick to, like I had already signed up for yoga last time I felt this way. And I was like, oh, let me go, even though I love yoga. And so that's one example of having a framework in place. So even when you're down, you still have that thing that your not down self knew was a good idea. All right. So what are some other things? Well, with like parenting, so you've probably all heard that when you get the kids out of a routine, it can all go to hell in a handbasket. And this is so true. So like when we're normally when we're in town, if we go to a gas station, there's no discussion. Nobody's going inside and getting a snack like that's just not even a thing. That's the framework. Um, but when we're out of our routine and we are on a trip and we stop at a gas station, everybody's going to want a snack and they all want to go inside. And so this is where you get into trouble because you're out of your routine and you allow the framework to collapse. You think, oh, well, you start justifying it. You think, well, I mean, I did use their bathroom at this gas station, so maybe I owe them some money. Maybe I should buy something. The kids are hungry. It's been two hours since we ate. So if you have your framework in place, it's going to make it a lot easier when times are tough. Now, you're still going to have times where you have to adjust. You have to bend it. Um, but it's like, it's like a recipe. You follow the same thing over and over and you can trust that recipe instead of trusting your brain to be like, oh, I think it was a, a teaspoon of salt when it was really like a quarter of a teaspoon. This is um, like with yoga teacher training. So I thought I would never get the hang of 
being in a class and leading the class through this whole sequence. It just seemed like a foreign language. Um, but once I realized there was a framework, I came across a website where this lady was selling like uh, yoga sequences and I didn't buy it, but I thought, oh, you just follow like this pattern. Uh, it's like cooking. You just follow a pattern. So you start with some breath work, with some centering, and then you might do some stretching laying down and then you stand up and then you do a standing pose and then you do some abs or whatever so once I realized there was a framework it made it so much easier and y'all it takes away some of the stress when you do this in your life so the first thing I want you to do is to just notice where you have that stress that chaos that we all have different sensations for me it's my neck will sort of tighten up and I know when that happens that um, that I need a framework in place. So when we would go to doctor's visits with both kids or grocery shopping, actually, if we went anywhere with both kids, it was often stressful. And I would get that like that closed up feeling. Um, even right now, I'm swall swallowing because I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> I'm having both kids in the dentist or whatever. So the framework became, okay, I am not taking y'all to the grocery store at the same time. And for years, I have not done that. It allows my brain to say, I'm safe. Oh God, I'm safe. <laughs> Medical visits, they follow a framework. And this is very comforting to me because sometimes the medical assistant will come out of the room. I haven't gone in yet. And she'll say, oh boy, this is a doozy. And I'm, you know, my initial, my brain wants to say, oh God, what is it? Should I run out the back door? Um, but instead I trust the framework. So the framework is you go in, you get a history, you do an exam, you have this list of diagnoses the rash could be. You follow through on the test. It's like an algorithm. You just do it. Um, our brains are so fickle and so fearful. And if you have a framework in place, it is going to make it so much easier. Um, my friend Amy used to do this for a job. So now she has a mastermind and I'm in it. And it's, um, it's a beautiful thing to watch her lead it because she relies on processes. And that's what she used to do for her job. So she would go into companies and she would look at all the areas, um, everybody's job, what their um, responsibilities were. And her brain is just the type of brain that can spot areas of trouble. So these are areas where a bottleneck would happen or where if somebody um, is out and they all of a sudden get in a car wreck and they can't come in, this is where disaster will strike. Like nobody else knows what to do. There's no framework. Um, it's like your brain will start saying disaster, disaster. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever been at a job. Oh, this, this actually happened at my job. Um, one of the PAs had to go out on, um, what's it called? Bed rest. So she was pregnant, but her, she had to go on bed rest and, you know, she had patients scheduled. And so that a lot of times frameworks can't help things like that. But if you know stuff like that could happen, 
you know, you have a framework. Okay, here's what we do. We divide up the morning patients to the people who are there who can see the patients. And then we call the afternoon patients and we reschedule them. And that way nobody freaks out. Um, when I was seeing a therapist one time and we were talking about kids and my husband tends to be much more uh, regimented when it comes to discipline or you know bedtime or what the kids do. And I've gotten that way over the years, but I used to just fly by the seat of my pants and this would get me in trouble. And the therapist was explaining that some kids are like gamblers. And if they get a win every now and then, in other words, if they get away with something, they're going to keep pushing it. It's like that slot machine. So they keep pulling that handle. And if they win, you know, once every 50 times, it's just enough that they want to keep doing it. And so if you have a framework in place and you're like, nope, we don't do that. We don't go in the gas station and buy sugar every time we go. We only buy sugar on trips or whatever. We actually, um, speaking of gambling, I decided if I ever feel guilty in a gas station because I've used the bag, uh, I feel like I need to make a purchase, I buy a $1 lottery ticket because <laughs> you never know, you might win, right? Um, anyway, back to our podcast. Um, so when I go out of town, I have to rely on other people to follow through with the routine. And so this is the other key is the routine. So when you are down and out, when you're not feeling like yourself, you feel like um, your, your wise self has left the room. If you have this routine in place, it's going to make it so much easier to just follow through. You don't rely on whims. Um, you're not flying by the seat of your pants. You're just following through with the framework. Um, one time when I was on a airport shuttle van headed to a conference, I was headed to the airport and I had somebody keeping the kids and this person had to back out. And my daughter was supposed to be picked up at school within like an hour. Chase was out of town and I had a framework in place, luckily. And so um, my sister-in-law was able to step in. She was able to sort of just go through and take care of the kids for me. Um, last week, I had two different teachers that were commenting on like missing class, missing their jobs for the day and um, and coming in for a skin check. And one of the teachers, I said, now, is this your fall break? And she said, um, yeah, I have to, yeah, it's just easier to come in, you know, when I'm already off. And I was like, really? Don't, you don't, I thought you got sick leave. And she's like, yeah, it's just not worth it. Like there's so much chaos. I have to write a lesson plan. I have to, you know, do all this stuff. Okay. Then like a few hours later, I saw another teacher asked her the same thing. Is this your fall break? She kind of giggled and she's like, nope, today is a sick day. And I said, well, is it a huge hassle when you have to go back and deal with all that? And she said, no, I just like, I have, you know, I already have a plan for when I'm out. So it makes it easy. This is the point, y'all. You need a plan. You need a framework because you're going to be down. You're going to be out. You're going to be absent from your life. And you're not going to feel like doing any of these things. It may not even be feel. You may not physically be able to drag yourself up off the ground. 
Um, this is like when you go to the grocery store, if you are hungry, you're going to binge buy, right? You're weaker in the moment. You're not going to stick with your routines. Um, when you walk into a wedding reception or a bar at this conference, they're going to have lots of receptions with alcohol. So this took me a while to realize, but most of us, when we walk into a room, we're not the first one there. There's already groups of people mingling and talking. What do we do? We follow through with whatever our framework has been. We go and we stand in line at the bar and we kind of look around and get our bearings. So that's not a bad thing. I mean, it makes sense that you don't want to walk up and interrupt somebody's conversation. You need a minute to kind of get used to the room and plan out who you're going to talk to. Um, but I decided like, I don't like this framework. I feel forced into like everybody's funneled into the room and they go straight to the bar. Um, and this, I, I just don't like it because maybe I don't know what I want to drink yet, or maybe I don't want alcohol right off the bat. So I changed my framework to, okay, I'm going straight to the bar, but I'm getting lime and seltzer water to start with. So this is good to have in place because when it's, um, when I'm really uncomfortable and it's socially awkward and I want that social lubrication, like, nope, I already have a framework. I don't have to decide. It takes one of the decisions off of my plate. Um, it's like a policy. So if you have a policy in place, people don't usually argue with it, Right. So um, my family members have learned, like, I don't call in prescriptions if you have pink eye um, or if you have basically anything that's not dermatology and you're not a patient with me. Um, and I try not to call in those either. But if you have a policy in place, people don't question it and you don't feel as guilty. You may not feel guilty at all. So practically speaking, get to the point, Hope, how does, how can this work for you? As I said, if you are knocked down, you're not in a good place, you're not supposed to be coming up with framework. So you just turn this off and save it for later. You give yourself grace to just lay there until you feel like getting up. Um, but what can you do? If you're not in a on the floor kind of place, start small, start very small with low hanging fruit. For example, just look around you, like what feels sort of chaotic. Um, I, when we first got a dog at Christmas, I was like, when am I supposed to walk the dog? I feel like the dog will be ready to go out anytime. Like I open the door and the dog wants to go for a walk. So it was overwhelming. So start with something like that. Like, nope, we walk after breakfast and after supper. That's it. Um, habits. Like I have... <laughs> This may gross show out. I got in the habit of brushing my teeth after supper. And that's when I, br <laughs> my husband's like, brush your teeth right before bed because your breath stinks. But anyway, brush, I brush my teeth after supper and I don't eat again. It's just like, yeah, that's just my policy. <laughs> All right. So let's see where else. Um, yeah. When you're looking around, like where does shit predictably hit the fan? As I said, every time I took both kids to the grocery store, it was a guaranteed shit show or the doctor's office. Um, so you figure out a framework to prevent that. Habits, number two. So sign up for good habits ahead of time. When you're feeling good, 
go ahead and look ahead and think, okay, every summer I wish we had a beach vacation every summer. So starting in like February, when I'm kind of down in the dumps, I go ahead and schedule that beach vacation because I know even if it's hectic and the kids are like doing summer camps and stuff, I am going to be glad that I did that. If you sign up ahead of time, you're less likely to cancel. Um, number three, try doing something the same way every time. It'll take the stress out of it. And this is not everything in your life. But some things, it will behoove you to do it the same way every time. Number four, identify areas where you have too many choices. Because this is going to stress you out. And think about it. If you're in a like on the floor, down and out kind of place, and you have to walk into the gigantic Kroger and grocery shop, that is going to be stressful. But if you can log on to the app and you can pull up, uh, past purchases, it really does make your life easier. You just eliminate a lot of those. We have a small boutique grocery store near our house, like two blocks. And it is, even though it's way more expensive, it is so much less stressful to go in there to buy supper or to get a few things because there aren't many choices. Um, Yeah, let's see, who was it? Uh certain people only have a, only have a, a uniform they wear. Like, um, why was my brain not working? Um, Obama, he had like two different color suits and he had a whole bunch of them. And those were the only things in his closet. And so when you cut out those variables, it makes your life less stressful. Uh, number five, do the most important things early or first. And this is assuming that you have a normal schedule. You're not a um, work in the night shift. And most of us are morning people. Like I think 75% of the population claims they're morning people. So look ahead, plan your productivity. So one of my frameworks is, you know, somebody says uh, three weeks from now, they say, can I schedule um, an appointment three weeks from now? Okay, I look at my schedule. If they say, I mean, really, I can do any time of day. I'm not going to put them first thing in the morning because that's my most creative time. That's when I want to do my writing. Same thing with uh, veterinary appointments. I have one next week and I scheduled it at 440 because there's nothing else going on that time of day, right? Um, orthodontist appointments. I don't want to use up my great creativity time with sitting at the orthodontist. Number six, let your present self put in the effort for your future self. So if you're in a good place, this is your present self. Let your present self make decisions for the future you who may not be in a good place. So I'll do this like at Trader Joe's. You know, they have all these frozen meals. I don't cook those normally, but I know that the future me may be like, oh, I don't feel like cooking supper. Um, so I'll go ahead and get those, stick them in the freezer. And then my, I always say a silent thank you to myself. Like when I don't feel like cooking and I pull that freezer drawer open and I see that stuff in there, I'm like, thank you, Hope. I really appreciate you picking that up. <laughs> um, same thing with washing my hair. Like I will wash it at night because I know the morning, Hope, when it's cold and it's chilly, you know, I won't feel like washing my hair. 
Um, number seven, plan ahead for the dips and then trust the framework. So really look at your life and you can even do a dot timeline where you sort of mark out like when were you the, when do you dip the most? Like for a lot of us, it is when the weather turns cold, it's January, it's February. Like what could you plan ahead that might help you during that time? Don't rely on your willpower. Willpower wanes. Rely on the framework. Um, and number eight, if it's not part of the framework, say no. Just like this is your policy. Nope. We go to bed early. And when people say like, do you want to go downtown, meet us at a bar for so-and-so's birthday? I just, it, like, I don't even feel guilty anymore. I just say, oh, I'm sorry we go to bed at like 8.30. <laughs> and it's just like, that's my framework. I don't feel bad. Um, okay, the last thing I wanted to say is frameworks are not the best for creativity. You know, like if you're really rigid, it's going to be hard to be spontaneous, to have novel experiences, to be creative. So I don't want you to get so rigid that you can never like, you know, spontaneously go to the mountains for the day to see the changing leaves. Um, but I do want you to use it to help you when you dip down and when you're knocked down on the ground. You're going to be like that patient who had the um, golf cart to grab onto. This is going to be like what you grab onto. All right, that is all I have for you this week. So I will catch y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. All right, if you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit. Maybe you'd prefer group coaching. Maybe you need one-on-one -on -one coaching or maybe you just want to talk and, and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com. That's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com and schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So See you next week and hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that.